Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for October 24th through the 30th of 2021. So our first activation kicks off on Tuesday the 26th with Venus squaring Neptune. This energy is great for creative flow. If you are artistically inclined in any way, you will have access to an energy that may allow you to create something amazing. Dig deep and allow yourself to free flow. This energy can also challenge relationships, personal or professional, to keep it real in some way, and ones which are not on a true solid foundation are likely to dissolve under this influence. When Neptune is involved, we see life through a completely different kind of lens, often seeing the potential rather than the reality of the situation. Detach and trust. If your relationship happens to end under this influence, it's not necessarily a bad thing because it suggests that it was never on solid ground to begin with. Be thankful and move on. This activation is just helping you align your true values and priorities with the vision in your mind and heart. But you will have to expand your consciousness in some way, follow your inner compass, and take practical steps going forward. So right now, there's just an adjustment that has to be made. Then on the 28th, which is Thursday, Venus is going to sextile Jupiter. So if we can clear up any illusions and delusions, we can expand the possibilities for our relationships and finances. You know, if we can get real in a certain way, then we might be able to actually upgrade by the new year. This energy expands your relationships, personal or professional, allowing you to gain traction in expressing the highest vibration that's possible for that connection. In personal relationships, things are sociable, light, and fun. In professional or public relationships, things can go more smoothly as folks are more relaxed and easygoing, upbeat, and open to exchanging ideas and concepts. This energy activates our innate optimism and natural positive thinking, so it's a good time to look into expanding your knowledge base in some way that makes you more valuable to the team. You'll have that connection to your instincts and confidence with others that is a winning combination, okay? This is the two benefactors coming together in an opportunity. So we should take advantage of it if we're grounded, if we're organized, if we're clear, right? But if you're not, then you got to watch Jupiter for making certain things bigger that you don't even want bigger. Then on the 30th, which is Saturday, Sun squares Saturn. That's a big one. That's an annual one. And so it changes every two to three years with whatever sign Saturn's in, right? So while Saturn's in Aquarius, that means anytime the sun is in Leo Aquarius or Taurus Scorpio, it's engaging Saturn for two years. So deep breath. This is a process that you can look at and co-create with around your individuality, your independence, your purpose, your direction at this time, and what roles and responsibilities you really want to play with that. And a square is a push to grow. So something changes within you that changes the reality or something changes in the reality that changes you. With this energy, it is best to understand that you may have two distinct pulls within obligation to others versus responsibility to self. It's not nearly as bad as it feels. However, it does bring up something we all work really hard to balance to some degree or another, and that is self and others. How much do you owe yourself and how much are you obligated to others? Balance and reciprocity come to mind as guides. One of the challenges of this influence is making negative assumptions that there is no support for you when in truth you haven't asked for any and help must be invited. 
Saturn brings up our relationship to time, and some people may feel restricted, as if life, other, outer, is all too demanding, and there's never any time just for the individual. This activation is a push to grow. It's time to hold your own structure in some way and reclaim your own inner authority, which is also Saturn's domain. This is your inner authority to direct your own life. Others may find their lives falling apart because they have avoided responsibility for so long and now there's no more wiggle room. Rather than have a meltdown, take a nap and resolve to wake up with a plan, a strategy for taking the next step, even if that means simply asking for help or guidance from someone older and wiser than you. It's time to deepen your dedication and commit to yourself in a whole new way. Recognize any current limitations and work with the resources on hand for now. The sun usually illuminates the core essential nature or self. So see where you may be stuck and need to break out of a rut of some sort and trust that taking charge and making a decision and choosing a direction is inviting help from the universe to support your new direction. Deep breath. Same day on the 30th. So this is kind of deep because Mars is entering Scorpio, which would also engage Saturn in Aquarius at some point. So it's going to be there till December 13th. Mars usually spends about two months in each sign, stimulating our inner sacred masculine and moving that evolution along. This is where the energy and juice that Mars is channeling comes through the lessons and blessings of the sign. It stirs up the energy in this area of life or your house, in this case, your Scorpio house. And it stirs it up about every two years. So it's really nice to sync up with it in order to co-create especially when you really want to get some things done. That's what your Mars is for. Your inner sacred masculine is responsible for holding good boundaries, negotiating on your own behalf, and getting your ideas into the world. It is a delicious rhythm to pay attention to when you're wanting to develop right timing and right action around your desires and passions, and also wanting to see the results of your conscious choices. When Mars moves into Scorpio, it is the most powerful time to conceive who you are and what you want on a whole new level. Scorpio is the lesson of power, creation, and karma, and so it is a good time to review how you have honored your power, nurtured your creativity, and cleared karma in the last two years. When Mars is in Scorpio, unconscious behaviors are more obvious and up for renewal or clearing. If unconscious, you may act in survival mode during this time, feeling threatened by the slightest movement or shadow. The idea is to check in with your soul self and ask how you can deepen your dedication to cultivating a life that reflects and expresses the light of your own soul. Accept and facilitate the release of all that no longer serves and make room to recreate your life in a whole new way. This conception point, like all of them, will likely be in the darkness and or behind the scenes meaning you won't be inclined to discuss your plans, but instead you are supported to quietly and meticulously carry them out. Watch any extremes, feast or famine, and remember that everything is energy, and energy must be directed or it can get stagnant and turn toxic. Renew your passion for something that you used to deeply love or find a new passion. Also keep in mind that this is a time when your most primal emotions are stirred, So convert any personal, social, or collective rage, which can be paralyzing, into outrage, which is mobilizing, and which will facilitate positive change, rather than indiscriminately destroying everything or everyone in your path. This is a phoenix from the ashes opportunity that comes around every two years. 
So take advantage of it to rebirth your individual self. So little extra juju to support you in that. Because Jupiter is finishing up its go-round in Aquarius, I was prompted to review the Healing Trinity audio from 2009 when Jupiter, Chiron, and Neptune were all in Aquarius together. And for those of you who don't know, Jupiter is a 12-year cycle, Chiron's a 50-year cycle, and Neptune is a 165-year cycle. So I can't even do the math that lines them all up in the same year in Aquarius, but that's what happened in 2009. So it's a 71-minute audio or video. The sunset I put to the video is really beautiful, y'all. So for you visual people, you might like to go to the beach. But if you just want to listen, there's an audio link in here as well. So useful. There's also a post that is a repost of what I posted back then in 2009 because my Lunar Reflections blog is still up. So I cleaned it up a little bit, obviously, and reposted on the regular blog. So that gives you a nice little introduction and overview to why this 71-minute audio or video might be relevant to you. But if you have Leo, Aquarius, or Taurus, Scorpio, it is being activated right now. A lot of the things that I discussed on there are circling back, not the least of which is Jupiter and Aquarius, which only happens every 12 years. So if you can remember back at that time, what kind of evolution of consciousness you were having, we have another opportunity to to elevate, to go to the next level. So that's your bonus goodies for the month as my podcast limit resets. I also am always looking for fun things. Relevant reflections are a really good thing for that. So I'm excited to find something that was, oh my God, just too relevant. It covered a list of things like Mercury going backwards in air signs and forward in Earth, which is coming up in 22. So a lot of the advice on there, we can totally take advantage of. The other thing that was unbelievably telling and a great reminder is all the work we did with Chiron in Aquarius to heal ourselves. All the work we did then with Chiron moving into Pisces as well and resetting everything where it's at now. And Aries is getting a complete reset. But Neptune was still in Aquarius back then. And I talk about the resets that were going on that had to do with healers and how we were going to get out of ego-based, you know, I can fix and help and save you to embodiment and self-healing and supporting the whole system rather than one aspect or another, right? So all of that has come to pass. That's what's so crazy about that is that It was very validating. Let's just say that. So if you are a tracker or you a journaler or you have some notes or calendars that you can reflect on back to 2008, 9, 10 ish, that zone is back with the Jupiter cycle. Anyway, the other two are bigger. And so that was really rare to have them all line up. So we called it the healing trinity and we were doing this healing work for humanity, for the earth to prepare for 2012 and the turn of the ages That was what's so wild and revealing there, too, is that it was pre-2012, and you can kind of tell by the things I was talking about. Oh, (laughs) and once again, I have to have a disclaimer, because for those of you who are new to Kelly's world and Power Circle and the Venus Circle and the Soul Sister Circle, I've, I've created several circles since the beginning of time, which was 1999. But if you just came on the scene in the last three to five, I have mastered my audios where I've got my pace to a comfortable level, at least that I can anyway, because it's not really natural for me. 
But in the old days, I used to talk really, really fast. And part of that was because I was straight channeling, (laughs) y'all. I would have three bullets and then boom, blah, 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 blah. That's what that was all about. But, you know, over years you learn, and especially when people come back to you and they're like, oh my God, I had to play it 10 times just to get it. I've practiced slowing down. Shanta Gabriel has helped me the most with that because she makes me slow down to explain things to her. And it really helps me think about other people too. So my apologies. It's one of those where I do speed up occasionally, but the excerpts, the chart, the guidance, oh my God, the animal medicine, the things that we got for that time, first of all, have had their whole evolution since then. But think of them as embodied wisdom now that you've lived it, right? Oh my God. Anyway, let me stop right there. And you all check it out if you feel called. I had fun posting it, obviously. And I'm very grateful to have you as a community. Oh, last thing. Speaking of community, I have one more fun event to share that's related to the ancestral reverence I'm doing. And I've been hinting at it and talking about it for weeks now, but I finally have the links to share with you. So I want to extend the invitation for those of you interested in learning about ancestral reverence practices from around the world. They have like 15 different cultures coming together. They call it the Council for Global Ancestral Reverence. So join the women and men of the Igungun societies as we come together to create a global event that honors the sacred rituals of elevation. They have taken sacred oaths to oversee rituals for caring for the ancestors who protect the living. Members of these societies have come together as the Council for Global Ancestral Reverence to create an international observance known as the nine-day elevation of the souls ritual. We invite you to stand together with the Council as we honor the spirits of those we have lost in the manner of their African ancestors as taught by their elders. We will all pray together each day for nine days starting on October 31st, 2021, which is Halloween. The opening prayer event on October 31st is going to be two hours, 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time, which is 9 to 11 a.m. on Pacific time. Then the following eight days, November 1st through November 8th, it's a nine-day practice. Each day, there's going to be a different speaker delineating a different layer of the soul. It's going to be so juicy. There's going to be different prayers, and they're going to share their ancestral altars and their practices and rituals and how they honor their people. And this is what I'm into. This is also what time it is. If you've been with me for any length of time, you know that this Scorpio gate of power is when we access the ancestors and we turn to them to ask for guidance on closing the year, in this case, 2021. And we also ask for guidance on what to initiate come 2022. So this is when the veils are the thinnest. It's easiest to commune with your invisible team, your invisible team of angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides that walk with you all the time. I'm going way deeper into my practices. I'm loving this crew because they do practice the ritual and ceremony. I talk about energies and ideas and concepts a lot. So it's good to get your hands dirty and do something practical on the ground to also cultivate that spiritual practice and that deeper connection with our soul and with each other and with the planet. And it's just all around supported right now. If you 
feel that call, let's say. Not everyone is called to commune with the ancestors. And we, when we do call them in, we're always asking for the well, healthy, benevolent, loving ancestors to come in. There's other practices and protocols for the rest. And they may even talk about that as well and help us learn more because that's what I'm learning in my class right now. But I still have several weeks to go before I start talking about it with you all. And I'm so excited to learn about the nine layers of the soul. That's an exciting concept to me. So they're going to cover that every day. Someone is going to delineate a different layer of the soul. And the nine layers are the universal soul, the human soul, the sexual soul, the racial soul, the astral soul, the national soul. Then we have the ancestral soul, the historical soul, and the guardian soul. Deep breath. We are multidimensional beings, y'all. And we're supported by multidimensional beings. And learning how to communicate or to honor, create space for this reverence on a more regular, consistent basis is a powerful exercise, I got to tell you. It's very rich. This class is taking me very narrow and deep. So, you know, this isn't fluff, y'all. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. But I so love it. And I invite you to check it out. You can click that link and there's much more details and beautiful artwork. And again, with the the people that are involved are so brilliant. Many are scholars, many are shaman, many are teacher guides from around the world. That's what I like, too, because it's multicultural. So we're going to learn so much in that nine days. And it's only $16 to sign up. It's like one of those summits where you can get the daily Zoom It's totally worth it to support the council for global ancestral reverence. So check that out, y'all, and reach out when you need to. Thank you so much for listening and have a fantastic week. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.